John Joseph. John Joseph is a pastor, teacher, and an evangelist of God's world. He's the father of Ragos Chapel, a thriving church in the heart of Lagos, Nigeria. Be blessed as you listen to this message. Hallelujah. Today is um, activating the covenant of peace. So I'm sharing with you activating the covenant of peace. Part 2. In the Hebrew, the word peace is the word shalom or shalom. And in the Greek, which is what the New Testament is written, is the word irene. Irene. What is peace? According to the word of God. Peace means completeness. Peace means wholeness. Peace means safety, to dwell in safety. Peace means health, for your health to flourish. So in other words, when sickness is rendering the health of a child of God, afflicting the health of a child of God, when sickness stepped in, God sees it as a disturbance, not a peace. Sickness is not a peace. Because peace means health. Today, if there be anyone called sick under the of my voice, your health is being restored. Owners. Anything that makes a child of God handicap. Anything that represents handicap. Whatever represent handicap. Lack of job, lack of fruit of the womb. God sees this as something that is not peace. Today, whatever has made you handicap, the Lord is removing it in the name of Jesus. Completeness. So lack is not peace before God. Because when there is lack, God says there is no peace. Where there is lack, God sees it as there is no peace. Today, every good thing you are believing God for that you lack, you shall express abundance from it in the name of Jesus. Then the last word for peace is prosperity. Prosperity. So poverty is not a, is trouble before God. Poverty is trouble before God. Because God says, definition of peace, shalom, is prosperity. Beloved, I wish that above all that thou mayest prosper. No doubt that you may be in peace. Today, every affliction of poverty is over in your life in the name of Jesus. One of the redemption benefits, one of the things that Jesus came to secure with his life, with his blood is peace. He came to secure peace for us. When Adam and Eve sinned, the devils told their peace. The Bible says that God said to them, In your sweats shall you eat. You, the woman, shall not pain. When you want to deliver, you say, You shall not pain. So when man fell, trouble entered. But thanks to the second Adam, Jesus, who came to his sacrifice to bring peace to us. Oftentimes, the people only think that what Jesus came to do is to die for our sins. So they celebrate salvation. But he also came to give us peace. Peace from every attack of the devil. Now let's look at the word of God. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 says, For unto us a child is born, Isaiah 9 6, and unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful. 
Wonderful means it will begin to do things that will make you, that will surprise you. Things that when you look at it, will cause you to celebrate. Cancel of means it will begin to teach you how to speak, what to speak, and, and what to say at the right time. And give you the right counsel. Then it calls him the everlasting father. In other words, it will nurture you as a parent. The word father means to ravish you with love. To provide. Because if a good father provides for his household. These are the attributes of Christ. The provider. Then he's also called the prince of peace. That means when trouble comes in, all you need to do is engage the prince of peace. Isaiah 53 verse 4 to 5. Surely he had borne our grief and carried our sorrows. Yet we did extend him stricken smitten of God and afflicted. Verse 5. But he was wounded, Isaiah 53 verse 5 now, for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. Then look at it now. The chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes we are healed. The chastisement. So when he was crucified, one of the things that his wound delivered to us is peace. Is peace. Is peace. Are you with me? Look at what Jesus said himself in John chapter 14, verse 27. Peace I live with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the word giveth unto you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Two things that will be that will be visible when there is no peace is number one, trouble. Number two, fear. The presence of fear means the absence of the prince of peace. When trouble steps in, it simply means it has come to deal with your peace. Everything that is representing fear, fear of sudden death, Fear of calamity. Today, you are being delivered from it in the name of Jesus. Whatever it is that is troubling your life, God is uprooting it today in the name of Jesus. You will not finish this service without trouble. Can I hear you shout a fire rise? Amen. This was so important that Jesus declared. The first greeting after resurrection was that he declared that peace has come. When Jesus died and rose again, the first time he will appear to his disciples, the first thing, the first set of words he said has to do with their peace. John chapter 20 verse 19. Then the same day at evening, John 20 verse 19, being the first day of the week when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst and said unto them, Peace be unto you. The Bible said that they have shut the door because of fear. You know, one of the things the devil knows how to do in life is to cause you to shut your door. There are experiences in life that causes you to shut the door. The doctor tells you that you have cancer. And before you know it, you shut the door because you feel cancer is incurable. And you are now looking forward to death. The devil tells you, oh, you have fibroid. So because of that, you cannot have children. So you now, you say, in other words, the door for fruitfulness has now been shut. You receive a sack letter. And it's like now, all your dream for the year has been shattered. It's now the job, the door for elevation, for promotion has now been shut. You look at your relationship, that relationship said it's over. The man says it's over, the girl says it's over. 
Now you look at 2021, it's like the door of marriage has now been shut against you. You get the result of your exam. And all you see is failure, 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 failure. And as now it's now look as though the door of higher institution has been shut against you. Listen to me. Man can shut the door. The devil can shut the door. But I have the good news. Jesus said, I am the door. I am the door. I am the door. Today, every door that has been shut, the Prince of Peace is opening it again for you. I said the Prince of Peace is opening it again for you. You might have been disappointed. You might have lost it. You look at it. 2021 already. Month of March is ending. And it's like the door has been shut. Whatever door the enemy has shut. Do you realize that even though the door was shut, Jesus came in. Even though the door was shut, he didn't require the key. He did not knock on the door. The Bible said he only entered. Because why? He has the master key in his hand. Today, every affliction of else, every affliction of else, whatever it is that has been declared medically impossible, the one who has a key of life and death, the one who has the key of good health, is opening and restoring your health back to you in the name of Jesus. He does not need the permission of the doctor. He does not need the permission of the surgeon. He does not need the permission of any man. He only came in because the Bible said, The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. He created the womb. He created the kidney. He created the liver. He created the health. He created the skull. He created the eyes. He created the, he created the, the ears. He created the mouth. So he does not need the permission of your ear for it to open again. He does not need to even take permission from your mouth before it opened today. I said to you, whatever the devil has shot against you, every door of opportunity, every door of promotion, every door of marriage, every door of good health, every door of joy, door of breakthrough that has been shot against you, hereby I declare today on this altar, I command them open again. I command them open again. I command them open again. I command them open now. Within 21 days from today, that door is open. Within 21 days, somebody, within 21 days, that door that has been closed, God is opening it again. You are returning with testimony. Mark it, within 21 days, you will return with testimony. Because my door, my God, who is the door himself, has opened it today. Put your hand together for Jesus. It is done. It didn't require their permission. But when he entered, he said to them, Peace be unto you. Today I also declare, 2021, peace be unto you. I declare over your life, peace be unto you. I declare over your life, over every situation, Peace be unto you. Do you know what that means? When the boat was being troubled and the breeze was blowing, the Bible said it was as though they were going to sink. The only thing he said to all the trouble is one word. Master word. He said, peace be still. Peace rest. Peace be still. And the Bible said, the waves come down. And the Bible said, everything remote to normal. Today, whatever is troubling your life, whatever is giving you sleepless nights, whatever is, is taking you, taking tears from your eyes, whatever is making you run elter-skelter, I also declare over that situation, peace be still. Peace be still. Peace be still. See, when the word peace be still went forth, it means the troubler of your life is no longer permitted to trouble you. When the word peace be still went forth, it means that troubler of your life is, 
I no longer trouble you. I say to every troubling situation, every harassing situation, be it joblessness, be it health challenges, be it marital challenges, be it academic challenges, be it financial challenges, in the name of the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God, I declare boldly over your life, peace, be still. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. That was all that was needed. One word. Peace be still. And the boats stayed. One word. Peace be still. And death was terminated. One word. Peace be still. And joblessness was turned to job. One word. Peace be still. Barrenness was turned to fruitfulness. One word. Peace be still. That crying became laughter. One word. Peace be still. Running elders scatter. They became people who can sit down. One word. Peace be still. And 20 years of tears was washed away. One word. Peace be still. And every mental challenges was over. One word. Peace be still. And that marital trouble was over. One word. Peace be still. And the womb opened up. The cancer dried up. The tumor dried up. One word. Peace be still. And every challenges became a thing of the past. Today, according to the word of God from my lips, I say to you, whatever is not a symbol of peace in your life, let them not be uprooted. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Whatever is not a symbol of peace in your life, I command it to be uprooted now. In the name of Jesus. Shout I receive it. Shout I receive it. Shout it louder. 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 Peace be still. It's happening already. It's happening already. The Prince of Peace is here. I said the Prince of Peace is here. The Prince of Peace is here. And is restoring things. The enemy may know how to steal. The enemy may know how to destroy. But there is one who knows how to build. There is one who is a specialist in opening the door that he has closed. There is one who knows how to restore what has been destroyed. The enemy has had a few days. But today you are entering to a new level of joy. Your season of tears is over forever. Today, I said, your season of tears is over forever. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. You are not entered to your season of joy. You have entered into your season of joy. You have entered into your season of joy. In the name of Jesus, shall I receive it. What are the benefits of peace? Number one, peace is a faith builder. In other words, peace builds your faith. He said unto them in John 20 verse 19, Fear not, said peace be unto you. I said unto them, peace be unto you. John 14, 27 says, Peace I live with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the word given, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. When the devil wants to kill your faith, all he needs to do is to cause your heart to be troubled. So that you can keep moving. Elta Sketa. What is Oh, you know, the devil knows how to harass you, how to harass with fear. But when the peace of God steps in, your faith is built up. The reason why the devil is attacking you is, is a roaring lion. See, the real attack is not the problem, the real attack is that he wants to steal your peace. All this harassment. That is happening is because of one thing. The devil wants to steal your peace. 
Until he can steal your peace, he cannot win over you. Until he can steal your peace, he cannot win over you. That was why anytime Jesus entered, when they said the the, 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 the girl was dead, they were crying, crying, crying. You see, if there was commotion everywhere, what did he do? He sent all the commotion creator out. Why? He knows that the power of God will not be able to walk without peace. So he said, all this crying, all this crying, said, chase them all out. And he stood there with the dead situation and spoke life. If, you know, when they said the girl was dead, he said, no, she's asleep. Because he said, when she, they mentioned dead, trouble will enter, fear will enter. But when he says he's asleep, it's easier to say it, the girl will wake up. Do you know why he changed the language? Because he wanted to maintain peace. That is why you must never speak what the devil is speaking. Only speak the word of God. Because each time you agree with the devil, by speaking what the devil has done, you are only creating atmosphere of fear and trouble. They call it cancer. And you all to you are saying it's cancer, cancer. Each time you mention the cancer, you realize that a certain level of fear will give you. You call it good health. They say you are jobless. They say, no, I have my job. So I am, no brother, I have just gained a new job today. Where is the job? The Lord is sending it to me. Because why? When you speak life, you build your faith. When you speak fear, you destabilize your faith. That is why all the words of Christ, you never see him speak fear. You never see him speak the reality of what is going on. He always speak what the word of God says. You are not an hypocrite when you refuse to say what the devil is doing. No, instead of confessing what the devil is doing, confess what God wants to do. So what the devil is doing is cancer. What God wants to do is healing. What the devil is doing is disappointment. What God wants to do is divine appointment. What the devil is doing is that they said you have been sacked, but what God wants to do is promotion. So don't confess what the devil is doing. Confess what God wants to do. Is somebody with me? That is how to build your faith. Each time you confess what God wants to do, you see that your peace will begin to be restored. And the more peace you have, the more your faith will rise. Peace is a faith builder. Number two, peace ushers in divine intervention. Peace ushers in divine intervention. Psalm 46 verse 10 says, be still and know that I am God. In the Hebrew Bible, the way it puts it is, you see, the English Bible actually puts that I am God. But the word, the way it is, it is be still and know I am. Or be still Yahweh. God needs you to enter into a place of stillness so that he can do his work in your life. You must fight for your peace. Which is by agreeing with the word of God. I want you to know something. Before God can intervene, there needs to be stillness. God does not dwell in chaos. He does not dwell in the midst of the noise. He dwells in silence. The place of silence is where you will locate God. Let me give you what I'm saying. Elijah, after he killed the prophet of Baal, was, he brought down fire with his prayer. Jezebel, an agent of the devil, knows that the way this man is going, he will keep damaging the kingdom of darkness. What did he do? She sent a message to Elijah and said to him, May the gods do unto me. If by this time tomorrow, your head will not be, if I, you will not be like one of these prophets that you have killed. And the Bible said, when Elijah saw, what did he see? He saw the image of his head being cut off. And Jezebel only sent a word. Elijah saw the picture. 
You see, one of the things that the devil knows how to do is to form imagination. And do you know what imagination means? Image that puts you into action. That is what is called imagination. It forms a picture that makes you to act in a particular direction. Imagination means image in action. Image that pushes you into action. So, it, it gives you a particular picture. I'm beginning to say to you, your child will die. Your child will die. And you too. He harasses you with the thoughts of that your child will die. Before you know it, you begin to say to your children, don't travel. When your children are on the journey, you, if they are going from here to Ibadan, you can call them like 20 times. Where have you reached? Oh, where have you reached? Hey, where are you now? Do you know what is making her to call? Because there is an image that is pushing her into action. The image of death. She can see accident. She can see sudden death. So the devil is harassing her by that image. So she's no longer normal. She's no longer normal. She's no longer normal. Every time she has to call the child. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Today, God is giving you rest. Today, God is giving you rest. And he said, go forth and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by. And a great strong wind rent the mountain. And break in pieces the rock before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. I told you, it's not in the noise. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not there in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. You will always find God in the place of silence. The next person, Moses. God said to Moses in Exodus chapter 34, verse 2, and said, And be ready in the morning and come up in the mountain. Unto Mount Sinai and present there to me in the top of the mountain, and no man shall come with thee, neither let any man be seen throughout all the mountain, neither let the flocks nor the ass feed before the mountain. God wanted to show up to Moses, said, Come into the place of silence. Exodus 34, verse 1 to 3. The next example, the Lord Jesus, Luke chapter 9, verse 28. And it came to pass about an eight days after these sayings. He took Peter and John and James. Look at it. Peter, John and James. Out of twelve, he left nine. What was he doing? Creating the atmosphere of silence. What did he do next? And went up into a mountain. He left the place of noise. Went up into a place of the mountain. And there prayed. Verse 29. And as he prayed, divine intervention is coming now. The fashion of his countenance was altered and his raiment was white and glistering. And behold, there talked with him two men, which were Moses and Elias. Which, why these two men? One of the characteristics were that these were men who know the power of separation. These were men who also encountered God in the place of silence. And they spake to him. Now, verse 34. While he thus stayed, there came a cloud and overshadowed them. And they feared as they entered into the cloud. Verse 35. And there came a voice out of the cloud saying, This is my beloved son. Hear him. The voice never came to Elijah. The voice never came to Moses. The voice never came to Jesus until he entered into the place of silence. Listen to me, beloved. You want God to intervene in your life. Where is the place of your silence? Every child of God that desires the presence of God must know how to create his own environment of silence. A place you be alone with God. You see, God does not speak in the midst of the chaos. God speaks in the place of silence. Until you have your place of silence, you cannot usher his power. You see, there are two aspects of a Christian life. The place of his presence and the place of his anointing. You see, the place of his presence, the blind eyes don't open there. In the place of his presence, the deaf will not hear there. In the place of his presence, the blind eyes will not open. The deaf will not hear. In the place of his presence, the dog will not speak. In the place of his presence, 
it will look as nothing is happening. But you see, in the place of his anointing, that is where his power shows forth. But let me say something. It is his presence that gives birth to his power. If you don't have his presence, you cannot see his power. Jesus, you will never see any time Jesus was praying alone. Blind eyes opening, miracles don't happen there. But that is where you have the strength that makes God to show forth his glory. If you want to see the power of God, the anointing of God in the public, you must first have a place where you engage his presence. His power is a product of his presence. As you spend time in this presence, daily, you realize that you go to work and demons are bowing. You don't understand why they are bowing. Because now, you have spent, you will now carry his what? Presence. It is those who carry his presence are those who can destroy the works of darkness. You know, this era where devil are just on the rampage, harassing children of God, is because we have lost the place of his presence. We have lost the place of silence. Where we just, it's all about you and him. It's all about you and him. You see, I have come to treasure that place. I have come to treasure that place. It's a place you are just there. You are just fellowshipping with him. You see, where you have his presence, Satan will bow before you. Every demon answers to the authority of his presence. His power follow those who have his presence. His power follows those who have what? His presence. The power of God is a product, is a manifestation of his glory. His glory is his presence. His glory is his name. Is somebody with me? Is somebody with me? When the name of Jesus is not known in this place of silence, he cannot answer for you in the place of the public. That name, you must first fellowship with that name in the secret place before that name can manifest its power in the open. Do you know why a lot of times people call the name of Jesus and nothing happens? You see them shout, Jesus, 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 and the devil is standing there as though that name is not powerful. That name remains powerful only that that name answers to those who fellowship with the name in his presence. When you don't fellowship with his name, his name is his glory, his name is his presence, his name is his person. When you don't fellowship with that name in, the, in his presence, in his quiet place, in the place of silence, in the place of open, that name cannot answer for you. Because the name recognizes his presence. Let me tell you what I'm saying. If my mother speaks now, I know the voice of my mother. Because I have fellowship with my mother for a long time. Some of you don't need to see the face of your father or your brother. If your son, some of you said, if your son is speaking outside, you know your son. Why? Because you have been fellowshipping together. When the name of Jesus is spoken by someone who has a place of quietness with God, who spent time in the presence of God, when he speaks that name, the devil knows the name. That was why that devil said, Paul I know, Jesus I know, who are you? Do you know why they ask him, why are you? Because those, that man was addressing that demon in the public, but did not know that name in the private. So it's the same name of Jesus. Say, so in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches, whom, whom the Pope talked about, in the name of Jesus, come out. And rather than the devil going out, the devil began to beat them. Why? Because they don't fellowship in that name in the secret place. When you don't spend time with the name of Jesus in, your, in, this, in silence, in the secret place, when you call that name in the open, it will answer for you. This is the source of powerlessness of the name of Jesus in the life of most Christians. The name is still powerful, but that name will answer to those who have time with it in the secret place. It will dwell in the secret place of the Most High. Shall abide under the shadow of what? The Almighty. Hallelujah. How do you enter into the covenant of peace? Number one, hunger for God's knowledge. Hunger for God's knowledge. Luke chapter 10 verse 41 says, And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. But one thing 
is needful. And Mary had chosen that good part. Which shall not be taken away from her. Which shall not be taken away from her. That I may know him. Philippians chapter 3 verse 10 says. That I may know him. And the power of his resurrection. And the fellowship of his suffering. Be made comforted, comfortable unto his death. The more of his knowledge you have. The more of his presence. The more of his presence. The more of his peace. When you have his presence. His presence comes with his peace. This is the secret to peace. This is the secret of peace. Grow in the knowledge of God. Listen to me. The devil only flees from those who have the knowledge of God. Jesus kept saying, it is written. It is written. It is written. And the devil left him for a season. Resist the devil and he shall what? Flee. The devil does not flee from a man of ignorance. Satan does not run away from a man of ignorance. In fact, ignorance is invitation for demonic manifestation. Ignorance is an invitation for demonic manifestation. Anytime you want to invite the devil, just become more bankrupt of the knowledge of God. Anytime you want to invite the devil, just become more bankrupt of the knowledge of God. You are wondering why from pillar to post you are always running from things to things. It's because you are bankrupt of the knowledge of God. The knowledge of God terminates every darkness. The light shineth in darkness. And the darkness cannot what? Overpower him. The word is a light unto my feet. And a lamp unto my path. The word of God is light. The more of that light you shine, the more of his power you see. Listen to me. Jesus said, you are the light of the world. Do you know what that means? That you can only shine as long as you are connected to a power source. The light in this room is shining because it is connected to a power source. All you need to do to terminate the light you are seeing is to disconnect it from the power. When you disconnect this light from the power, what happens? The light can no longer shine. If you want to shine, connect yourself to the knowledge of God. Put your hand together for Jesus. The knowledge of God is what causes a man to shine. The knowledge of God is what causes your light to shine. It's not that God is not with you. It's not that God has forsaken you. But what has happened is that the knowledge of God, you have disconnected for it. No time for the word. If I said, this book of the law should not depart out of your mouth. Thou shalt meditate during day and night. For then thou shalt make thy way, and thou shalt have what? Good success. When you connect with knowledge, success becomes your portion. The knowledge of God. That is why a Christian should be a devourer of messages. You see, how do you connect to the knowledge of God? Listening to messages. Listening to messages. No matter who you are, when you listen to a message once, you can only get 5% from it. The remaining 95%, we only happen when you keep fellowshipping with that message. When you keep fellowshipping with that message. Even in this service, all you can get is 5%. The real thing that will change your life, the 95%, you have to pay the price of going back, downloading the message. Maybe you log on to rgc.ng. Maybe you subscribe to the podcast on your iPhone. Or you subscribe to it or you download Podbean on your, I, on your Android devices. Or you, you get the message after the, the service and you fellowship with it. Fellowship with it. Fellowship with it. You see, where you keep fellowshipping with the word, but the faith coming by what? Hearing. And hearing by the word. You take anointed books and you begin to fellowship with it. You know, I share with you a period of my life. I was neck, head, and leg, every part deep in depth. Everywhere I turned, depth. Everything I touched, turned to depth. Millions of naira worth of debt. Each time I tried to drag myself out, I was not able to come out. One time I realized I know something has to change. I went on a book by Creflo Dollar, Living a Debt Free Life. What that was the title of the book. I stood with that book. I began to devour that book because I know that if I am in debt, that means that I need the lights of prosperity to shine on my debt. 
You see, as I fellowship with that book, living a dead free life by Creflo Dollar, I began to devoid. You know, the first time I read the book, it was as though nothing entered. I went back to the book. Beloved, I go to a page in that book. Light shined on me. Light shined on me. You know what he said in that book? One of the principles is I've been praying about death. God delivered me from death. God delivered me from death. But the death was not going through. But I got to a page in that book where he said, if you don't know the amount you are owing, God cannot deliver you from that, the, the debt. I said, wow. So he said, in that book, one of the first things you must do if you want to break out of debt is to write down all the debt you are owing. That is when God can now be ushered into intervening. I said, wow. So I called my wife. I said, we have been praying wrongly. We are only saying, God, deliver us from that. How much are we owing? Who are we owing? We sat down and we began to write down to the last person I owe 50 cobble. When I wrote it down, fear gripped my heart. I did not know that I was owing that much. But do you know, that was what now generated faith. The next step, I took it before the Lord. Lord, I am owing Mama Chukuma. I am owing this. You know, I am owing that. You know, I am owing this. I began to mention them. And the Lord said, now the next thing in that book said, he said, start from where? He said, you cannot be delivered from death by going after the one you, that is big. Start from the one that is small. So the one I was owing uh, 200, I paid it off. So out of 19 people, it remained 18. I went after the one I was owing 500, I paid it off. And he said in that book too, you may not be able to pay the money once. Eh? Death cancellation happened as a process. It's a process. Oftentimes you will never see your debt go away. Your debt will go in fences. From 1920 to 18, then they said, even if you are owing 1 million, disgrace that 1 million by paying your first 100 naira. It's no longer called 1 million. It should now be called 999 something something. He said, now you are started coming out already. You see, within one year, debt that have drowned me for over five years disappeared by the of knowledge by the power of knowledge instead of running from prophet to prophet pillar to post sit down with the word sit down with the word have time for the word there is no problem that can defile the power of the word because the word created all things including that problem can only be solved by the word is somebody getting me today Key number two, which is the final key for today. Become zealous for God. You want to have a life of peace. You have to engage your zeal for God. Mark chapter 12 verse 32 says, The second commandment is thus. Thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might, with all your strength. To have zeal is to love God with the totality of your being. Engage your heart in the love of God. Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you, I will give you rest. That is peace. I will give you peace. Say, come unto me. And what is the formula? Say, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Do an exchange. Love God and let him love you. You want to have peace? It is time to engage. That's why I told people, there is no day in this church you will never see us do operation, this operation, that. It's a medium of expressing our love for God. Because you, there must be an avenue to love him. The more you love him, the more of his peace you have. Those who don't have zeal cannot have his peace. They will keep running after the money like this. Money, money. They are trying to solve the problem themselves and they will stay back. So when you are ready, let us at exchange. I want to encourage you. It is time to exchange. Why don't you pour your affection on God? Look at a man who got it right. Numbers 25, verse 10 to 12. Numbers 25, verse 10 to 12. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Phineas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest had turned my wrath away from the children of Israel, while he was zealous for my sake among them 
that I consume not the children of Israel in my jealousy. Verse 12. Wherefore say, Behold, I give unto him, Numbers 25, 10 to 12. Behold, I give unto him my covenant of peace. Say, this man, I give unto him my covenant of peace. I remember, you know, before the Lord intervened in my life, I didn't know this. Every morning, I would go and walk in the bakery. Then, I used to go to the bowler here to go and do photographer for the guy, those malans that pushes carts, regardless of the smell. There was no business I was not doing. My life was not breaking forth. I have done business. Oh. You have heard me share my story. Anywhere the left face business. Anything that will bring money. Even Kuli Kuli was not selling the liquor. I told somebody to go and bring Kuli Kuli for me learning. Go join them after I came back and start selling Kuli Kuli with them. Anything that will bring money. But I remember that particular year. I said enough is enough. I've been serving money, but money has refused to serve me. The game has to change. I was in the church. And I decided to now begin to love God. I was, I was doing something for the Lord. The first thing that happened was that the church was doing a building project. I decided to join as a laborer for the bricklayer. I was fetching water like no man business. Then I told the pastor of the church that the key of the church should be given to me. Before any member will come to church, even if I go and do any bricklayer from anywhere, I would rather collect 10 naira than to collect 20 naira and not be in church. You see, I did not know what I was doing. But according to what God's, God's word, the zeal of God began to eat me up. Because, you see, you must realize that there are some situations in life that if God does not bring you out, you can never bring yourself out. And God can we only bring you out when you begin to labor, become serious for him. I was, I'm, a, I'm a boy. I'm not a girl. But before everybody gets to that church, I will sweep the whole place here. Eh? I will sweep the whole place. I go there in the afternoon to sweep. Then walk. Then one day, the church so long. I remember that day. The first manifestation of God's presence I ever had in my life. I was sweeping. Then I began to cry. This time I just cry. I break down. Because I don't know why my parents marriage had to fail. My life was so frustrated. Everything I was doing was not working. Then I said, I stood in front of the altar. I said, Oh God, I've been hearing that you are real. Can you just even show me that you are with me, that this, that you are just with me? I want to be sure that my tomorrow will be great. Can you just reveal yourself to me? Is nobody's in this church? It was on the afternoon. Nobody's in this church. Oh God, because see, these are prayers I was praying from the depth of my heart. You know, there are times you want to know whether it will be well with you tomorrow, because you are not sure whether this is how your life was going to end. I was not sure. I needed God to just confirm something to me. And when I finished praying, I, I was a young boy. I didn't know what I was doing. I said, now, I want to see you. Show me. I want you to I want to talk to you. You know, God is a, is <laughs> a, a very glamorous father. I was in front. The door was locked at the back. Only me in the church. All of a sudden, a strange breeze entered from, I think, the side, this left hand side. I could see the breeze. Then the breeze went to the back. Then the breeze, they don't, you know, every, every time we have where people are supposed to pass. Do you know where the breeze was passing? The breeze began to separate the chair. When I saw the first chair separated, saw the second chair. How I got outside, I didn't know. I'm telling you, whether I flew, I jumped, I, how, I, how many separated? I didn't wait for what, whether it's a rat, I don't want to know. Whether it's, but I knew that, I seen the chair, boom. After, after the second one, who carried me outside? I don't know. All I said is, I, was, I don't want you again. I don't want to see you again. It's enough. But you know, that year, it gave me a burden on what to pray about. It was at the first night. And I went to the altar after that encounter. You see, it is not plenty prayer that you need. One prayer can unlock it. That one prayer, you may never get it until he sees that there is a love in your heart for him. God reveals himself to those who love him. It is time you love him. Love him with everything. Become zealous for God. 
Let them laugh at you. But listen, there is no man who becomes zealous for God that will not have his covenant of peace. Today, look at where I am. How I got here, I don't know. But all I know is that I am not where I used to be. He took me from that miracle. Maybe I would have remained a conductor as I was. Who knows? Maybe I would still be selling my fried meat. Who knows? If I did not allow, and from that time till today, everyone knows, there is no church I ever enter, even as a young boy, that you see me sitting down. Because I know how to connect with God. In my life, I have never been in one department in any church, unless they say that that's the rule. I don't more than one. Anywhere I can, just to, 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 the opportunity to be all out for him. Zeal answers to a life of peace. What you serve determines your destination. When you serve God, he secures your destiny. Beloved, it is not by waking up early that secures the destiny. There are those who even wake up earlier than you. But when you love God, it makes things happen for your life. As you live there today, connect with your zeal for him. Pray that it will revive your zeal for your life. Listen to me. If you are also not born again, if you are not born again, you keep praying, nothing will happen. Because you want to be a thief. He said, the thief entered not by the door, but jumps through the window. A life of peace answers to relationship with Jesus. He said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not what? Perish. But ah, the everlasting life is the life of peace. Your journey to this peace begins with recognizing the praise of peace in your life. He said, I stand at the door and knock. If you will open, I will come in. I will come in. I will come in. All those sucking your breast as a girl cannot help you. They can only buy you things, but you know, you only become their cowbell at the end of the day. Nothing can happen. All this life of stealing will only end in penalty at the end of the day because it will only amount to bitterness. But when you trust God, David said, He brought me out of the mighty clay. Who could have brought David out of from the bush and making him a king? It is only the power of God. But you know the secret of David. He said, As the dead pants for the water, so my soul pants for you, O God. Beloved, everywhere you are, you can start again. Whatever he has taken from you, you can start again by surrendering to Jesus, the Prince of Peace, and saying, Jesus, I need you. Jesus, take over. Jesus, have your way. There is no one who has Jesus who will end up in crisis because is the Prince of Peace. Now, your formula can only produce this result. Why don't you try Jesus' formula? By surrendering your life to Him. By surrendering your life to Him. When you give Him your life, you give Him the key to take charge. You see, you are running like this. But when you give Him your life, you tell Him, my son, come, come, come. This is the way you must go. Run like this. Do you know how many years I run after medicine? I, when they were not giving medicine, I ran after um, pharmacy. I was going from school to school. The day that year, when I said, now, take it. He told me, if I, it's not even yet time for me to go to university. And he sent somebody to me, he said, no, come and learn computer first. He gave me a formula that, I mean, now I went to university because, you see, he showed me the road to my success. Look at your finger. Look at your palms. He designed your destiny in the palm. He alone can interpret it for you. To you, you keep doing it your own way. But I can tell you, 2021, don't go like this. Go like this. But you cannot hear his voice if you don't know him. You cannot know him if it's not in your life. Today, it is time to start again with him. By saying, Jesus, over to you. Get to the point where you surrender everything. Say, my destiny now is in your hand. You know, that's why I, like, I love that song. That says, my lifetime, I will give God my lifetime. If I give him my lifetime, he will take care of me. He will never, never.
never let me down. All I need to do is give him my lifetime. The one that can decode your tomorrow and tell you where to go is Jesus. Maybe you used to be a Christian but you are backslidden. You used to be born again but you see the pressures of life took you away from him. Well, today is a fresh start. Today is the day you can say, Lord, I know I'm frustrated. I am laughing on the outside, but I'm coming on the inside. My mate have gone ahead of me. But you know, there was a year in my life, all my mates, six years after SSC, six years after all get gotten out of secondary school, I was still not able to secure any results into higher institution. It was six years of frustration. Because why? I was doing it my way. Relax. The Prince of Peace wants to help you. All you need to do is to allow him. He's a gentleman. If you don't allow him in, he will stand there. Say, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will open, I will what? Come in. My sister, my brother, don't you want him to come in? Don't you want him to make something beautiful out of your life? They may call you a prostitute. They may call you a thief. They may call you a foreigner. They may call you an adulterer. They may call you a fornicator. But Jesus is calling you handsome. He's calling you beautiful. He's seeing you as somebody that can make it. All you need to do is to acknowledge that your effort is not working. And allow the Prince of Peace to step in. Wherever you are, can we stand to our feet? There is somebody's life that is about to change today. There is somebody's life that is about to be turned around. There is somebody's life that is about to be, to, to, to be lifted. I know you are there. Or watching online or from home watching at the viewing center or you are here but today the prince of peace the prince of peace wants to rescue you from the power of darkness if you will allow him the decision now is yours the decision is yours maybe you say because of your friend you don't want to allow him maybe because of your brother you don't want to allow him maybe because of the person sitting or standing by you you don't want to allow him but if you allow him Today will mark a turnaround. I want to make that decision right now. Jesus, I want to come back to you. He will never, never let me down. He will never, never let me down. Right now, I want to stand here. Jesus is here. That altar where you are at the viewing center, your home, wherever you are watching, if you allow him, it will step in. But for those of you at the viewing center who can be reached, I'm going to be praying for you. And those of you who are here also, I want you to take one step. It's called the step of faith. Even if you are in your house, you will stand up and take that step. That step is that you are saying, my old life, bye-bye to you. I enter into my destiny with Christ today. It's called the step of faith. It is the step that changes things forever. It is the step that makes you leave the old behind and enter into that newness. Wherever you are, it is time to take that step of new life. If you want to give your life to Jesus, if you want to rededicate your life to Jesus, now take that step of faith and come right now I want to pray for you I know you are here quickly come I want to pray for you I want to pray for you I want to pray for you at the viewing center you can come out right now I'm not I know you are here somebody you are here your heart is beating right now take that step of faith take that step of faith say Jesus I'm running to you Jesus I'm running to you Jesus I'm running to you yeah come quickly right now Come quickly right now. If you want to give your life to Jesus, just come. You want to rededicate your life to Jesus, also join them right now. Join them right now. You want to rededicate your life to Jesus. Come right now. Come right now. You have the next few minutes to take that step of faith. God bless you. Take that step of faith. Take that step of faith. It's a step to a new life. It's a step. Take those steps. Take those steps. Take those steps. Take those steps. Take that step of faith. It's the step that will change your life. Run to Jesus. Run to the cross. Run to the cross. Somebody take that step right now. Don't let the devil keep you in your house. Take that step. At the viewing center, take that step. Jesus, Jesus wants to make all things new your life.
is lifted up, my finger is lifted because there is still somebody there. Maybe you are here or at the viewing center. Today the Prince of Peace says, I want to step in. But you are struggling in your spirit. I want to give you one more chance to take that step so that the chains can be broken. So that the bondages can be free. Wherever you are, it is time to hand over to Jesus. And say to yourself, I cannot help myself. God bless you. Take that step right now. If I give God. Take that step now. Take that step now. Oh, yes. Now begin to talk to Jesus. Everywhere you are, say, Jesus. Just talk to him. I know I have failed myself. I have done it my whole way. I want you to pray. Cry unto him. Jesus, take my life. Make something beautiful out of my life. Make something beautiful out of my life. I want to cry and say, Jesus, son of the living God, help me. Help me. Help me. Talk to him right now. I want to give you the opportunity to ask him to help him. I want to pray everywhere. Talk to him from the depth of your heart. From the depth of your heart. Talk to Jesus. Talk to Jesus. Make that prayer from the depth of your heart. Let Jesus step in. Let the Prince of Peace step in. Let the Prince of Peace step in. Ask him to help you. something beautiful out of it. He knows how to make something beautiful. Out of the sand he made man. Out of the soil he formed everything. It will make something beautiful out of your life today. If only you are saying it from the depth of your heart. Today marks a new beginning in your life. Everywhere you are. In your house at the viewing center. Jesus is operating on your life. Operating on your destiny right now. The Prince of Peace. The Prince of Peace is doing something right now. Thank you. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you. I thank you. Now, do your work, Lord. Do your work, Lord. Do your work, Lord. Let your spirit not only feel, but be upon them, Lord. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Now, place your hand on your chest everywhere you are. The Bible says... With the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. You are about to say the words that you made from the depth of your heart. These words are going to change your life forever. Because today is the day of your salvation. Now say these words after me. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you today 
just as I am. I acknowledge that I am in need of your salvation. Today, Heavenly Father, I also acknowledge that I am a sinner in need of your salvation. I surrender my life to you, O God. And I boldly ask that Jesus, Prince of Peace, Prince of Peace, step into my life. Step into my life. And be my Lord and my personal Savior. Wash all my sins away with your precious blood that you To secure my peace and my deliverance from the hand of the devil. Lord Jesus, take over my life. Deliver me by your blood from the bondage of Satan. Today, Prince of Peace, I am yours. Take over. Help me. Now say with me, Prince of Peace, make something beautiful out of my life. Say, I am handing my life over to you today. Jesus, Son of the living God, make something beautiful out of my life from this day. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. In Jesus' name, Amen. My Father, I pray for this one, so God. Oh, Prince of Peace, the troubler of the life of this ones. Now, his assignment is over in their life. Today, Almighty God, these ones have run to the cross. They've run to you, oh God. I commit them into your hand. Fill them with your Holy Spirit. Baptize them with your Holy Spirit. Amen. You make something beautiful out of the soil. You call it man. Make something beautiful out of their life, Father. Amen. Let this one emerge a living testimony forever. Amen. I thank you. Everywhere they are, in their houses, in their business point, online, wherever they are, the viewing centers, all the ones who are praying this prayer, Jesus, make something beautiful out of their lives. Amen. I give you thanks, Lord. For today marks a new beginning. In Jesus' name I have prayed. Amen. Shout a louder amen. Amen. Shout a louder amen. Amen. We hope you have been blessed by this message. For more information, please stop by our website at www.rtc.ng. May God bless you.